welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. This podcast is brought to you by my new program, High Vibe and Gut Healthy. If you're ready to get to the root cause of frustrating gut issues, this program is for you. I have a range of options from an affordable self-study course to a VIP program with a high level of personalized support. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to learn more and use the code podcast at checkout to get $50 off any of the program options. Let's get into the episode. In this episode, we're going to chat about heartburn, reflux, indigestion, and GERD or GORD, wherever you are in the world, and LPR what they are, what's at the root cause, the conventional approach, and my functional approach to addressing reflux. Okay, first up, what are heartburn, reflux, and indigestion? Let me explain how the very start of our digestive system works. Basically, you put food in your mouth, chew it up, and when you swallow, it goes through your esophagus, which is basically a tube that connects the mouth and the stomach. The food passes through this tube and into the stomach. Between the tube and the stomach is a valve called the lower esophageal sphincter or the LES. When this valve is closed, it stops acid and stomach contents from traveling from the stomach back up into the esophagus. Now, this valve is very important. In the conventional health field, It's always been believed that the burning in the esophagus, which causes reflux, is just caused by having too much acid in the stomach. But what is well known in the functional medicine space is that there's often something else going on. Often this valve, the LES, isn't working properly, and that's usually due to a lack of stomach acid, not too much stomach acid. Low stomach acid means that there is undigested food in the stomach, That can mess with this valve and block it up and stop it from working properly. A huge problem with PPIs and antacids, the conventional treatment for reflux, is that they suppress stomach acid, which fuels this vicious cycle even more. Okay, so now you know how this works, I can explain heartburn, reflux, indigestion, GORD or GERD and LPR. And I know that's a mouthful, so I may use some of these terms a little bit interchangeably. All of these things, yes, they're different, but they're more or less the same. They involve the contents of the stomach spilling back up into the esophagus, which usually causes feelings of burning or discomfort in the chest. As I mentioned, this is usually due to low stomach acid and issues with the valve between the stomach and the esophagus and not caused by just having too much stomach acid. All of these concerns are on a spectrum from very mild, infrequent indigestion to severe reflux, which could be causing damage to the esophagus or other parts of the body. You can also have silent reflux or LPR, which involves that same spillage of stomach contents into the esophagus, 
but without that burning sensation, which is that warning sign that we usually experience with reflux. Signs that you may have silent reflux are a bitter taste in your mouth, a sore throat or a burning sensation in your throat as opposed to lower down, difficulty swallowing, hoarseness of your voice, often feeling the need to clear your throat or cough, or a chronic post-nasal drip or feeling like you have that drainage dripping from your nose into your throat. Whether you have reflux or silent reflux, it's really important to identify what's going on and get to the root cause of the issue because that constant spillage of stomach contents and acid into your esophagus and beyond can cause serious damage. Now let's chat about the root causes of heartburn and these other issues. In most cases, the key root cause is a lack of stomach acid. And I've mentioned it many times on the podcast before, but stomach acid is really, really important. Here's why. We need it to absorb many nutrients, including iron, B12, folate, zinc, and calcium. We need it to digest protein. Stomach acid is also a critical part of the immune system. It kills pathogens that enter the body through the digestive tract. It also helps prevent fungal and bacterial overgrowth. And it triggers the release of pancreatic enzymes, which break down protein, fat, and carbohydrates. So stomach acid is key here. But there is a root cause behind the root cause of low stomach acid, meaning that there is a reason you developed the low stomach acid in the first place. Aside from the low stomach acid, here are some possible root causes for these issues. Stress and anxiety. Stress pretty much shuts down our digestive system, which can increase your susceptibility to these issues. Next is our eating habits, like eating too quickly, eating when you're in a stressed out state, or not chewing your food thoroughly. Eating too quickly on occasion may just mean you get occasional heartburn or indigestion, but if you're doing this consistently over time, it may lead to more serious reflux or some of these other issues, or something like SIBO or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Next, eating and then lying down too quickly or eating too close to bedtime. We really don't want to eat and go straight to bed or just lie down straight away, especially if you've already been experiencing some of these issues. It takes time for food to move through your digestive system, so give it a chance. The next possible root cause is eating a lot of processed foods, like vegetable oil, canola oil, and refined sugar. These things may irritate the gut and impact your digestive function, leading to some of these issues. And then we have nutrient deficiencies or getting inadequate nutrients from your food. Zinc is a really big one here because it's needed for stomach acid production. And then we have trigger foods, which can trigger some of these concerns. Some people find that certain foods and drinks like spicy foods and coffee can impact their symptoms. This is usually due to low stomach acid, though. So if you can address the low stomach acid, the coffee and spicy foods shouldn't be such a problem. And finally, excess alcohol consumption. The odd drink isn't likely to be an issue, but drinking a bit too often or a bit too much can drive reflux and a lot of these issues. So now that we've spoken about reflux and silent reflux and what's at the root cause, now let's chat about how to actually address these issues. 
I firstly want to mention the conventional approach, which includes PPIs or H2 blockers and antacids. PPIs or proton pump inhibitors and H2 blockers actually suppress the production of stomach acid. Some common examples of PPIs include Nexium and Prilosec. Antacids neutralize stomach acid. Some common antacids include Tums and Gaviscon. When there are specific upper GI issues like ulcers or inflammation, PPIs or antacids may be beneficial or even necessary in the very short term. There are few cases where these things should be taken in the long term. They're specifically designed to be taken for a short period of time, being two to eight weeks. And yet many people end up being stuck on them for months, years, and even decades. PPIs are one of the top prescribed drugs here in Australia, and they've been shown to impact the gut more than antibiotics, which is huge, right? As I've said on here many times, stomach acid is really important for digesting food, killing pathogens, and more. Which is why suppressing stomach acid by taking PPIs or H2 blockers or antacids in the long term can be a real problem. I just want to briefly mention a few of the long-term effects of taking PPIs. And these are all straight out of scientific journals. They reduce the diversity of gut bacteria. They increase the bad guys or opportunistic pathogens like Enterococcus, Strep, Staph and E. coli. They increase the risk of infections like C. diff, Salmonella and Listeria. They increase oral bacteria, which may impact oral health, and that can also have all sorts of flow-on effects for gut health and other body systems. And they increase the risk of SIBO, or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. If you are already on PPIs or H2 blockers or antacids and you choose to come off them, you need a plan. First up, please speak to your doctor about any changes you make to medication. And second, speak to a practitioner to get a game plan to soothe and nourish your gut lining and improve your digestive function so you can come off your medication successfully. Now let's chat about the key steps to overcome reflux. First up, aim to eat mostly whole foods and look at the common reflux trigger foods and drinks that you're consuming often, like alcohol or coffee. Second, improve how you eat. Take a few deep breaths before each meal, eat in a relaxed state, and chew your food thoroughly. Next, soothe and nourish your gut lining. Chicken broth and collagen can be helpful for this, along with aloe vera juice and slippery elm tea. We also want to make sure to address stress if that's an issue for you, which, to be honest, it's an issue for almost all of us, I think. Experiment with some different things and see what works for you. You might like journaling, nature walks, yoga, or something else. And finally, if low stomach acid is an issue for you, which as I said, it is for so many of us, you want to be sure that you improve your stomach acid levels, which you can do through supplementation with betaine HCL and pepsin. However, you need to be ready for this. This is one of those really important key things that I would advise doing under the guidance of a practitioner, because you can do damage if you do it incorrectly. 
Some other things that can be helpful with stomach acid production include drinking diluted apple cider vinegar or lemon juice. And just be sure to use a reusable straw to protect your teeth or just brush your teeth straight afterwards if you're going to do this often. And also eating fermented foods like sauerkraut. I walk you through all of these key steps to soothe and nourish your gut lining and improve your digestive function and stomach acid levels, including supplement protocols that you can personalize based on your symptoms in my self-study course. Okay, now let's do a quick recap. First up, heartburn, reflux, indigestion, GERD and LPR are usually due to a lack of stomach acid, not too much stomach acid and also due to issues with that valve between the esophagus and the stomach, the LES. Stomach acid is important. We need it to digest protein, to get nutrients out of our food and keep pathogens in check in the gut. Other root causes of these issues include stress, anxiety, poor eating habits like eating quickly and not chewing your food thoroughly, and lying down straight after eating, and also excess alcohol consumption. To overcome reflux, firstly, you want to eat whole foods and avoid any foods that trigger your symptoms, improve your eating habits, chewing your food well and eating in a relaxed state. And then next, you want to soothe and nourish your gut lining. And when you're ready, improve your stomach acid production. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.